Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast once again. So we're going to do something a little different to put a bow wrap on the 2022 NFL season. And there are some... Uh, I think we have um, key lessons that I think we should all take away from from the 2022 NFL season because when 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 I when I prepared uh, this this episode I I, I had to th- I had to remind myself that there were so many storylines that factored into. Into how the season transpired, and it, it, you the the crazy free agency period, you uh, the all all the wild trades that went down e- even before before the draft even began, and then how insane the draft was, especially in the first round. Um, so, uh, so I I think there are so many different storylines that 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 I think evolve into. Into the things that I took away from the, from the NFL season, so I I have nine things and and basically nine lessons that I I, I took away from 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 watching the NFL uh, this season and 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 some of these are a reflection of what of what I. No one understand about the NFL, um, and, and what I learned in the past, and and, and this year uh, conf- uh, confirms and or 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 argues deeper in favor of of what I believe in terms of the um, key concepts of football. So, uh, ba- ba- basically, I I I found nine things that. Um, I, I I took away from, uh, and and I think you guys should too, for um from the from the NFL season as we as we um as we dive deeper in, into all of this, and I I think number one right right off the bat is the offensive line play. And why that matters so much, and I think there are five examples of uh, of 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 how offensive line play factored into the result of their seasons. And I'm looking at the Chiefs, the Eagles, who were in the Super Bowl the, the, on, on Sunday. I think Cincinnati. You think of Buffalo, and I think of the Detroit Lions. Now. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and 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 they don't get that without out without extraordinary play from their offensive line and they they they, they and, and their ability to neutralize um, the Eagles' all all time great pass rush and, and its seventy eight sacks into nothing in in the in the um in the Super Bowl and. And it was, it was Joe Thune, it was Creed Humphrey, it was Adam Wiley, it was Orlando Brown, you name it. And they, they all were outstanding for for the Chiefs. And two years ago, their offensive line play, aided, um, aided by injuries, uh, was a no-show against Tampa. And the, and the Chiefs knew they needed to fix it right away, so they traded... For Orlando Brown, and and he made made a big made a big difference neutralizing Fletcher Cox. So that that was a tremendous um, uh, th- thing that I saw uh, in in the game on Sunday with 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 him and Josh Sweat and others. Yeah, he, he was outstanding, and so I think this I think that's where the, the play matters for the Chiefs. The Eagles, their their offensive line, I thought was the best in the NFL, and I thought they played really well in the Super Bowl. 
But, but let, let's also imagine this, that the that the Eagles' offensive line play is a reflection of gr- of great draft evaluation by Harry Roseman, that he drafted Kelsey and and Lane Johnson and Jordan Mailata, and 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 the draft evaluations from basically a decade ago uh, paid off with a Super Bowl appearance for the Eagles and. And, and 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 you have Jason Kelsey as a brilliant leader and and someone who um who holds himself and holds his team uh, and, and can hold his teammates accountable, and I, I think that was, uh that that was evident there and and I and I thought the Eagles wisely, um uh, uh wisely kept Lane Johnson out of, at toward the end of the regular season and not rush him back when. When when things seem to be a panic a little bit for Philadelphia after um, losing uh, week sixteen and seventeen to the uh, the Cowboys and the Andy Dalton led Saints, I I think the Eagles deserve a lot of credit for how they they were able to um, keep them together and get them in full force just in time for the playoffs. And how about Lane Johnson playing through injury? Um, in in the playoffs, I think that that that's toughness at its best, and that then is the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals last year had the problem in the Super Bowl the Chiefs had the year prior, and that was bad offensive line play, and so and so the Bengals beefed up on on the offensive line in free agency. And, and and even if uh, those those players weren't available in, in free agency, um, the, their their leadership and, and and skill level and 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 um yeah and and experience um was reflected in their in their performance against Buffalo in the in the divisional playoffs where where the Bengals were able to neutralize a line and. And, and and then as a result, they uh, they, they were able to uh, go on the road and, and beat the Bills and spoil the party in, in Buffalo, where so and 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 even and spoil the neutral site AFC Championship game to boot. So, so the Bengals uh, deserve a lot of credit for um beefing up their offensive line, um as well. Now. I, 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 it's on the other side of that equation, the the, the Buffalo Bills uh, and Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott are, are going to get are uh, are got blamed for this and they should and the the the, Bill, the Bills had uh, got the quarterback right they got the receiver right uh receivers right uh, they, they got the defense right and and I would and I wonder aloud how it uh, it would have been different for Buffalo if. Von Miller was was available and didn't didn't tear his ACL in in the middle of the season and how that would have played uh have played out in the divisional round setting, uh, but but regardless the the Bills um didn't get the offensive line right and and, and that that was the downfall for the Bills and and, and what what do I say you need off- a great offensive line play to uh, to win championships. The Bills haven't had it. They haven't won a championship as a result. And then, then finally, the Detroit Lions, and 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 I think the Lions are a, a fascinating case study in all this because look, I I, I the, the Lions are had a top five offense uh, last season, and it's crazy uh, given that the quarterback. Of that team was ran out of town by uh, by the Rams a couple of years ago in Jared Goff and uh, uh, but but the Lions had 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 two pro bowlers on their offensive line. You have the Penay Sewell who was the uh, uber talented uh, um, se- second year a uh, s- uh, second year guy from from Oregon and and then then their center Frank Ragno who uh, who is uh, excellent as well as the top five center. In the league, and and and, and the Lions ranked eighth uh, uh, had the eighth ranked passing offense in the league, and they had the eleventh ranked rushing offense in the league. They they they, they, they it's rare you have a top ten off- uh, pass offense and rushing offense, but 
but but but the Lions, um, a, a team that 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 couldn't get out of their own way, uh, ha, ha, had just that. Now, the, the Lions will 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 focus on the defense and free agency, which was uh, which was really really bad last year. So, um, but 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 the benefit of having a great offensive line was uh, for the Lions was that. Um, it, it cut down on the turnovers. The the Lions had the fewest turnovers of any team in the National Football League with uh, with fifteen in the seventeen game uh, season, which is really impressive. And in, in the games where they uh, they won the turnover battle, um, they they were nine and one. Uh, that is that so so you know that you, you, if the Lions are going to win the division next year and and. And right now, I I I have reasons to believe that the Lions are the team to be in the in the NFC North next year, uh, as as of this point. Is so that they they're gonna they're gonna need to replicate that success in in twenty twenty three if they want to win the division and make the playoffs and 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 and, uh, and that that's going to be um, a, a fun sight to watch. Now the expectations are going to be raised because of how the Lions finished the season, but what is it? But but the path to Lions success starts with uh, with um, elite offensive line play, and and and, and what's interesting is. Was uh, we 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 should have seen it coming from from the first uh, from from the start of the season uh, where. So where they hosted the Philadelphia Eagles, the, the team that represented the NFC in the Super Bowl, um, in, in week one, and it was a game where the Eagles won thirty-eight to thirty-five, and then the Lions' offensive line play uh, was was great in protecting Jared Goff and and allowing the Lions to to stay in the game and try and mount a a miraculous comeback, uh, which, which ultimately fell the field goal short. But but I have every reason to believe that that Lions uh, will will be a will be a team uh, to to be reckoned with if if they can if they continue uh, building on what what the success is uh, no, the success they had in the second half of last season. So offensive line play matters in this league. I've been I've been I've been screaming that for the last couple of years, and and this season was no exception to that. Number two is Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football and the best player in football. I mean, duh. And I argued when I, I did the quarterback power rankings special on on this podcast last summer that. He was the best quarterback in the NFL, and and his ability to make magic happen did, didn't matter with Tyreek Hill. Mahomes is still Mahomes, and and, and he and he elevated uh, everybody around him. The the running backs, the receivers, the, um, and he he's just that 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 type of dude, and and, and why uh, why the Chiefs are are potentially building a dynasty. Because of the quarterback, and and at age twenty seven, he's a two time Super Bowl MVP, a two time league MVP. And by the way, the only two players, um, the the um, and Brady has has those as well. Five AFC Championship games in a row, all at home, and and that's that. And I went through the accolades the the other day, and that's that. Number three. Maturity matters, and, and 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 I look specifically at one case for this, and that's and that's the case with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, and 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 I I don't think he's ever going to learn, um, it's because he he somehow got a two hundred thirty million dollar contract, despite never winning the playoff game. And and that that was a a, a um a, a short sighted and, and ill advised decision to extend him, and it it puts the Cardinals in salary cap flex of uh, flux for the rest of the decade, and in terms of a future power rankings, they are I have them ranked thirty two of thirty two, 
and they 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 were the, and and as a result of of that the Cardinals coaching job was a uh, head coaching job was the least attractive of the of the entire offseason and they were the last team to hire a head coach which they did on Tuesday with Jonathan Gannon uh, the last team to hire a head coach this coaching cycle and and look there there's going to be a lot of pressure on Monty Austin Ford, and I, I like Monty Austin Ford. He's a well a well respected exec and scout um, in in NFL circles, but he he's going to need some good drafts over the next two or three years if the Cardinals are going to have a chance to go back to the playoffs. But th- 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 this team isn't going to be contending for championships anytime soon, in my opinion. For um, with when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, um, no, number four. Um, the officiating was horrible this year, and 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 good and Roger Goodell said that the officiating has never been better, which I completely disagree with. Uh, given all you know, all the crazy calls with roughly the passer and 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 see and seeing the 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 NFL uh, go to uh, an NFL players of are being afraid to hit the quarterback because of being called for. A game-altering penalty, which which causes the, the entire momentum uh, of the game to change. So, example, the 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 uh, the the um the the Grady Jarrett call on on Tom on Tom Brady cost the Falcons a game. The um the uh, the, the the Chris Jones uh roughly the passer on Derek Carr, the, it almost cost the Chiefs a game. In, in 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 the first half of the season, and it almost uh, cost Kansas City the number one seed in the AFC. When 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 all the numbers were punched at the end of the season, but doesn't matter. Get over it. It's uh, sometimes they'll call it, sometimes they won't. Get over it. Um, lesson number five: All life matters, and. Uh, the the NFL humanitarian story saw th- this year was the response of the Bills and Bengals um, training staffs and the University of Cincinnati hospital team for saving Demar Hamlin's life. And what was crazy was at the time, and uh, leading into that, it was the game that was likely going to determine who the number one seed in the AFC was, but. The human side uh, of life takes over at its most unexpected times, and Danny Kellington uh, uh, even earned a fifth place vote for league MVP for saving Demar Hamlin's life. So you you can take that for for what for what it's worth. N- number six, the teams that identify wide receiver talents and, and retain them are are rewarded. And I I look at the Eagles. They they uh, they leaped over the Giants and Dave Gellman in 2021 to draft Devontae Smith, and and they traded for AJ Brown with the Titans in in 2022. Uh, in, 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 in on draft night, and AJ Brown was was the the most impactful addition of the offseason of any uh, of for any team in the NFL and. And 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 it instantly gave credibility to what the Eagles were trying to do offensively, and and, and AJ Brown um, caught a forty-five yard touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, and if you're the and, and the Titans, um, uh, John Robinson lost his job because of that, and the Titans fired their general manager after that thirty after that. Debacle against Philadelphia. They uh, they replaced him with Brian Carthen of the 49ers. So uh, I think that's going to be a uh, 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 something for the Titans to go going forward and and how and how they pick up the pieces. Oh, and by the way, the Titans did not make the playoffs while the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. And Titans fans will never forgive J J Bob for for that horrible mistake. Now. Uh, now, the, 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 now, now other teams that 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 are, are that rewarded are rewarded for wide receiver talents. I look at the Jets with Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. He 
the, 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 the Jets finally have a true number one, uh, 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 someone who projects to be a true number one wide receiver. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, had an historic season. He was the offensive player of the year. And and he and he made the Vikings offense into something special, and and he continues the pipeline of of all of all time great wide receivers to put on the the purple for the Minnesota Vikings, like Chris Carter and Randy Moss and others. And so uh, it it is um a, a wonderful thing for. For, for for the Vikings and and Justin Jeff that Justin Jefferson is a, is a member of that team. Also, Chris Olave was ranked fourth in the offensive rookie of the year, uh, balloting, uh, balloting and 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 he he made things uh, interesting for the Saints. I thought he uh, it was an excellent pick at the time, and and he was and he was the second best rookie wide receiver in the NFL this year behind Garrett Wilson. Now. The the exception to this was Kansas City and Mahomes and and Brett Feach because they had to trade Tyree Kill for salary cap crunch and, and so but 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 they uh, they um were able to replace him by finding speed in the offseason and the draft to replace him with uh with Giants cast off Kadarius Tony and second round pick Sky Moore who caught uh, uh, the last Chiefs touchdown, the one that put uh, put them up 35-27 in the Super Bowl. He was a second-round pick from Western Michigan. So it tells you something about about the Chiefs and their um that and and the ability to evaluate talent um uh, with with respect to the roster that they have. Now Tyree Kill went to the Miami Dolphins in a trade. The the the, the Dolphins signed him to a four uh, a hundred twenty million dollar contract extension. Uh, and and the Dolphins made the playoffs this year for the first time in six years. And and I, and I, I credit that to Tyree Kill uh, being a member of the Miami Dolphins and. And, and and that that gave credence to what Mike McDaniel was trying to do all along with with the Miami Dolphins. Now, n- n- number number seven, the coach matters, and and and, and I, I think the coaching, uh, and there there were a, like like a dozen stories uh, about coaching that 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 you can draw out of. The, the, the out of the season and number one it was three rookie head coaches took their teams to the playoffs after missing out uh in in at least each of the last two years for each of these franchises with uh, with Brian Dable with the Giants Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins Kevin O'Connell of the Vikings and Brian Dable was named coach of the year and rightfully so and and not only that, the Giants were able to uh, retain both of their outstanding coordinators in Mike Kafka, uh, who lo- who lost out on the Cardinals' head coaching job, and Wink Martindale, who lost out on the Colts' co- coaching job. But um, uh, but they're they're set to come back to the Giants as coordinators. And if you are a Giants fan like me, you've got to be. Um, you you've got to feel ecstatic about is uh, about that. And Daniel Jones has a modern play caller for the second straight year, something he hasn't had to this point uh, in in the NFL. So it's going to be exciting to see what what the Giants and Dable and Shane uh, do to uh, to uh, to to fix the roster. Um, Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings were 11-0 in one-possession games in the regular season. The Vikings were, uh, were, uh, won 13 games, and, and that, that's a credit to them. But, so the, the, uh, but they, they lost a one-possession game to Brian Dable and the Giants in, in, the, in the playoffs. So, but uh, I, I think the Vikings, uh, it's, it's going to be about the talent. More, more so than the coaching this off season because I thought uh, because the defense looked old and slope is especially in the playoffs and and the and Daniel Jones was able to to to, uh, to um, tear apart that defense so so the Vikings are gonna need changes in personnel they're gonna need to be young and fast younger and faster uh, going forward now Mike McDaniel uh, it's, it's that he was he was uh, in dynamite with Tua. 
throughout the course of the season. They, they, um, they, their first eight wins were were a result of Tua uh, finishing a full game, and and Tua Tua was really good, but he wasn't on on the on the level needed to uh, to win the division, obviously. So, but, but I, I thought it was a, a, a really in, interesting uh, w- way to go about this uh, for, um, um, for Miami and 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 and, and they, they they got the co uh, they got the coach right. If, if um, but I still disagree with them dismissing Flores, but. So, but McDaniel turned out to be a great replacement and to, and did something Brian Flores didn't do with the Miami Dolphins and that was take them to the playoffs. So 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 that's uh, a story with rookie head coaches and, and those three as the examples. Um, a, another good one. Kyle Shanahan took his team to the NFC Championship game despite starting three quarterbacks throughout the course of the season. Trey, Trey Lance, who, who Shanahan uh, had to start because they, they, they traded all this draft capital to move up in the draft to get him. And Trey Lance uh, looked like a double agent in Week One in, in their loss to the Chicago Bears, which which looks really bad because the the Bears uh, Bears had the worst record in the NFL, and the Bears are uh, have the first pick of the NFL draft for now. But 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 that was the performance that cost the 49ers the one seed in the NFC and, and forced them to go to Philadelphia. For the NFC Championship game, instead of the Eagles having to go uh, to Levi Stadium in San Francisco to do it, so uh, but 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 Kyle Shanahan deserves a lot of credit for uh, for for actually getting to that point, despite uh, uh, despite the quarterback and the injuries with uh, with with um, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. And he turned Brock Purdy into Patrick Mahomes, which which, which is crazy enough. And and, and the, the game would have been that they would have taken the Eagles down to the wire in the NFC Championship game if if um, Purdy was healthy. And and, and now, now they're going to be under pressure to find another quarterback because yeah, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is probably not walking through that door next year. Trey Lance is is not not the answer, and and Brock Purdy uh, is 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 is, uh, is is coming off UCL surgery, and who knows if he'll be uh, he'll be a hundred percent when 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 training camp starts or when week number one rolls around in September. So that that's gonna be a a story to watch for the, uh, with in the NFL with the 49ers. Um, Andy Reid's legacy grew with the Chiefs winning again. So uh, he, he he was a ruthless play caller for opposing defenses once again, and 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 and, and despite uh, uh, get, getting outmaneuvered in the first half, um, they they of of the of Super Bowl Fifty Seven, they still found a way to win, and Andy Andy Reid is is a, is a true legend uh, uh, as a result. And is on the all-time uh, greats of, of coaching in in the NFL. Um, uh, another thing, Dan Campbell has his Lions believing in next year, and 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 th- th- there there was a, a lot a lot of of, uh, of talk in the media about of when Dan Campbell was introduced as the head coach with with uh, with, with him uh, trying to bite kneecaps. Well, as well, they are bite, uh, biting kneecaps. Uh, um, for um, uh, for how hard they play and 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 how but and really how buttoned up they are. I mean, I, and and that that's a credit to them and the culture that he's built. And I, I, I really, I, and, but really, the Lions needed more of a, of 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 a coach that could change the culture after uh, after the uh, the abomination that was Matt Patricia, the the overmatched, overwhelmed Matt Patricia. Who couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag in Detroit, but but Dan Campbell turned out to be the right coach at the right time for 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 the Lions. Uh, he 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 is a true gem, and, and how and how do you not uh, go out and run through a brick wall for that guy? That is that 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 is awesome. Um, Mike Tomlin almost took the Pittsburgh Steelers to the playoffs miraculously, despite 
not having any good quarterback play the first three months of the year. And, 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 and there, there are things to, uh, to give credence to, and uh, credence to, to the defense, which, which played uh, really well for, for, for the Steelers. And, and, and it was the most difficult season, in my opinion, for, for him, because it was the first one without, without Ben Roethlisberger walking through that door. Now, the, the, the offense, as I said, was a challenge. But they had they had a top ten scoring defense on um, uh, th- this past season, which so which 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 kept the Steelers um, in in the mix and kept the Steelers in the conversation. But but, but the Steelers won nine games th- th- this year, which which was crazy given uh, given that now. I, I didn't think the Steelers were going were, were going to be that bad because because you tr- uh, because of the lack of trust in the coach. Uh, I, 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 no, not not the coach, but 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 the talent of the roster around him. So, but but the Steelers won six of the last seven games after a three and seven start, and and they, they, they and, and and had had they beaten Baltimore and had they not g- given away the ball a couple times in that first game against Baltimore, they would have made the playoffs over Miami, and and the and the offense uh, did, did did enough to 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 keep themselves in games and, and then and then take advantage of it. And take advantage of it when when it mattered the most, and and they they won a lot of close games, and and that's a credit to the coaching, and and they 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 um they they led the NFL in, in um with twenty interceptions, and and they also turned turned the ball over very very um um very infrequently. They were fourth in the NFL with. Uh, with um, nineteen giveaways, um, they also allowed the fewest touchdowns of any team in the NFL. Uh, they only allowed seven rushing touchdowns. Uh, they had a top ten rush defense. So, uh, but but all in all, and, and Mike Tomlin still never had a losing season in in his sixteen years as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Steelers uh, have only gone through three head coaches in the last fifty-four years, with with Chuck Knoll, with Bill Cowher, and with Mike Tomlin. And and if you are a Steelers fan, and and, and seeing how and seeing the the uh, how inspired you should be with Kenny Pickett and and how he played down the stretch, you you you, sh- you should be excited. Uh, about about what 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 the Steelers team could do next year, and they're and they're gonna be in the playoff conversation. It was gonna be a, a, a brutal AFC. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers made the playoffs next year. So, uh, and 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 that that's credit to, uh, to to Mike Tomlin and and what and what and and the type of uh, of coach that he is, and and. and and sure, he lost talent in the off season. Like, like he he ran Juju Smith Schuster out of town with with the TikToks. But but it didn't matter. Mike Tomlin uh, gives the Steelers hope, and 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 Kenny Pickett is the is the quarterback that can that can get the Steelers to the playoffs next year. So exciting times for the for the Steelers, and 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 the coach has a lot to do with that, and the head coach specifically. And and Doug Peterson turned Trevor Lawrence into, in my opinion, a top five quarterback going into next year, after being buried to the ground by Urban Meyer, and the the, the Jaguars won a playoff game. They overcame a twenty seven nothing deficit against Justin Herbert and the Chargers, and and and, and Jacksonville would be a threat to Kansas City in the future, and. And and so you have that for Jacksonville, and and then you have some some of the bad coaching in the NFL, like what we saw from Brandon Staley, and and the Chargers had a realistic chance to make a make a Super Bowl run this year, and and Justin Herbert I thought was excellent, and and Austin Eckler was excellent, and 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 sure yeah you had the injuries. Some, but 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 some of the goofiest decision making was was done by Brandon Staley this year. I mean, so he he played Mike Williams in what what turned out to be a meaningless Week Seventeen game, and 
and and and Mike Williams got hurt and and he he wound up missing that game against Jacksonville and 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 they they really could have used him in the second half to uh to um to to put the game away but 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 alas he wasn't there and, and the Chargers uh season ended in, in inexplicable fashion and and also the clock management and the and the conservative nature. Of, of what the Chargers did in the second half of that game, what, what was an abomination in and of itself. So, it was a wasted opportunity for for Justin Herbert to to go on a uh, go on a potential run and challenge Mahomes in Kansas City, and and, and it, it and it turned out uh, to to be uh, a real, and and for the, the the Chargers, it it turned out to be be, be the end of. Of Joe Lombardi as the offensive coordinator, and it, and it caused them to hire former Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore to be the head coach. I mean, uh, be the offensive coordinator for the Chargers and pair him up with uh, with Justin Herbert. And and I think the Chargers can 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 are are going to remain in the Super Bowl conversation because because I think you're going to have an offensive coordinator that will elevate Justin Herbert. And, and 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 he is that 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 special of a talent at the quarterback position. Um, Josh McDaniels took a Raiders team that made the playoffs last year and won just six games this year. And um, and and McDaniels uh, and and I told you at the time it was a bad hire and and it's going to be a bad hire and and he he is the number one person to blame for. For for the Raiders be, uh, being uh, being the dumpster fire this year, and and he's gonna get run out of town after two years as as the coach of the Raiders. So, says so, so Raiders fans have uh, had to feel sick to the stomach that once again where you have a coach that can't coach his way out of a paperback. Also, how about the Indianapolis Colts? Jeff Saturdays. I mean, I mean, <laughs> the fact that Jim Irsay. Had the audacity and the chutzpah after firing Frank Reich to hire Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, <laughs> well, who, who, who had never had any experience coaching in college, never had experience coaching in the NFL, and 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 the Colts went uh, uh, were were terrible. I mean, they had one win, and and that was and that was because Josh McDaniels. Blew up that game for the Raiders, so so, so there's that. Ron Rivera cost Washington two wins in the playoffs with 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 bad time management and bad clock management. And I mean, is that really a surprise when it comes to Ron Rivera? I mean, Ron Rivera I mean, is 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 a is a mentally tough guy. He uh, he he talks toughness and 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 you see that I see some of that on the field. But 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 his football IQ doesn't doesn't line doesn't add up, and 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 doesn't stack up with with the with the other coaches in the in 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 the division. I mean, I mean in the, in that in that crucial Sunday night football game against the Giants, Brian Dable cut out coached the pants out of Ron Rivera in 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 terms in terms of game management, and and that was the reason why the Giants won that game and and. And obviously, we knew at the time that the winner of that game was likely going to make the playoffs, and the loser of that game was likely was likely going to miss out. Giants made the playoffs. Washington didn't. And 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 then Todd Bowles, uh, who who was an abomination among itself for the Buccaneers, and don't and don't let the fact they won the the division and made the playoffs in Tom Brady's last year distract you from the fact that. Um, that, so that Todd Bowles, uh, um, uh, theoretically could have lost, but four, four, four more games if it wasn't for Tom Brady rescuing rescuing the Bucks. I mean, so the the game against the Rams was an abomination. The the game uh, for for fifty eight minutes. The game against the Saints was an abomination for fifty seven minutes. And the game against the the defunct and and pathetic and 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 gutless Arizona Cardinals that was an abomination for uh, for the first three quarters of that game, and and yet here is Tom Brady uh, f- finding ways to uh, to make miraculous comebacks late, and 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 then you have that, um, De- De- Dennis Allen the same with the Saints, 
uh, in, in in the end. Mike McCarthy's time management cost the Cowboys again, which is predictable. But now Mike McCarthy is, is going to call the plays uh, for for the Cowboys, and uh, 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 after they let go of Kellen Moore, and, and and here comes Brian Schottenheimer to uh, to coach the uh, the offense for the Dallas Cowboys, and I disagree with that. I think. I I I I think the Cowboys are are going to uh, are are going to have another year without a championship or an NFC Championship game appearance next year, and 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 also and and that stems to to um the the decisions regarding uh with the Cowboys regarding Daniel Jones uh, regarding um Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott not, uh, uh, being unable to uh, to build uh, to improve uh, uh, in other positions for for the Cowboys now organizational d- dysfunction is 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 punished and that's the the next lesson that uh, we, we should take away and and of course that there are going to be some owner, uh, there are still owners that Live live on planet delusional. I mean, Washington finished last in the NFC East, and 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 their their three other division rivals they all won playoff games, and they were three of the four semifinalists in the NFC this year. Three of the four teams that uh, that made the divisional round in the in the NFC this year. While while the commanders were the ones that had to deal with lawsuits and federal investigations, thanks to Dan Snyder and and the and the toxic workplace culture that he created, and and Dan Snyder is likely to um uh, to sell the team at some point in the future, but the the the, the investigations are still going to be there, and, and and what was once a proud franchise and. And when RFK Stadium was such a difficult place to play in because of the Washington fans and and, and all that, um, it's been Dan Snyder that zapped it away with uh, with organizational chaos. And speaking of organizational chaos, you have the, you have the the Raiders who um, who who went through every uh, went through everything. With the with the Mike Mayock John Gruden experience and and, and the Antonio Brown experience with with his feet and how Antonio Brown um um bailed the Raiders out uh bailed uh, bailed on the Raiders before uh before the start of the 2019 season that one time and then John Gruden gets fired and then and then they had bad drafts they had uh, they had the Henry Bug situation. And that then it continued last year when they hired Josh McDaniels, and and history is repeating itself with uh, um for him in Vegas like it did for him in Denver. He was never, uh, never a leader of men, and they had the opportunity to trade Derek Carr last year, and I told them to trade Derek Carr, and now they get nothing back in return. And it was an easy first guess when it came to Carr, who. So who had who, who in my opinion had the best uh or had the best uh, had the best season given the circumstances of his NFL career in 2021 and under McDaniel's he had the worst and 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 because of that that frees up 25 million bucks for the Raiders in in, in of in in free agent spending the for this off season and they are 49 million dollars under the cap. Uh, likely after the car move when it's all said and done, but but I predict that him uh, that the Raiders and Dave Ziegler will fall for the reckless spending this offseason because I I, I I think their jobs are on the line well, when it comes down to it, and, and I think it's going to lead to more more of the same for the Raiders in twenty twenty three. A a big story that I didn't touch on yet in this podcast is the is the next organizational dysfunction uh, example, and that's uh, the Cleveland Browns trading for Deshaun Watson while still under investigation. And I ne- never never liked that trade. I mean, I, he he was suspended eleven games, and it zapped really zapped the Browns' chances of winning this year. And they gave up three first round picks to get him, and and you still have um. 
the Texans still have four uh, of the picks overall to go, a 2023 first and a, tw- and a third round picks, and then a 2024 first and fourth round picks. The Texans have the second and 12th picks in the 2023 draft. Um, and and speaking of the Texans, it, it, it was a, it, um, we'll, we'll get to the Texans in a little bit, but as um, but, but the Texans were really that close to being the number one pick and the shoe-in to, uh, to draft Bryce Young, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Now, next is is, is um, the Arizona Cardinals, and Cliff wasn't an NFL coach that, that he wasn't able to uh, to um, get Kyle Murray into a top-tier quarterback. I mean, he was a college coach, came right out of college, n- never worked out in the NFL, and and I thought Cliff was hired uh, was fired a year too late. And the Miami Dolphins are an example because they lost a first-round pick for tampering with the free agent process regarding Tom Brady. And 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 and, and the last thing I think you know, you need to, uh, to take away from this is you know, is my is a proposal of mine is the NFL needs a draft lottery, and and look, so the NBA has had it for, uh, for four decades. The NHL's had it. And recently, Major League Baseball added one I mean, uh, for the first time this past winter. But with the Bears, the Texans, the Colts, and to a degree, the Cardinals tanking, and knowing that the NFL is decided on which teams have the best quarterbacks, I, I, I want to see a, a league where teams uh, should be rewarded for winning games e- even, when, even, when they, uh, even when they don't matter. And I, the, the most blatant example... To me, was the Colts who absolutely uh, were thinking of tanking because they, they the Colts knew their season was over uh, after they fired Frank Reich and they and they already had had fired the offensive coordinator beforehand and, and then they they hired Jeff Saturday and 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 that that was that in terms of in, in terms of the feel. Of a team that 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 was expected by many to make the playoffs with with Matt Ryan as their quarterback, and and that was one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL, and and the and the Colts uh, need, need need a young uh, quarterback with with a team friendly deal, and, and I and I think they're gonna they're gonna go after that uh, in the draft process, and and it's gonna be interesting to see how how the Colts uh, will, will will deal will will. Um, read the mind of Ryan Poles in Chicago and Matty e- and, and their old friend Matt Eberflus with with that and it, it, another team the Texans but back to the Texans the Texans wanted to tank and 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 they were in position all year long to get the number one overall pick but to Lovey Smith's credit that didn't happen and good and good for Lovey Smith about by by, by giving a by. Um, I, I, by giving the Texans the middle finger on their way out, and we we, we knew that Lovey Smith wasn't was was going to was going to get fired either way, but the Texans played hard for uh, for him the last few weeks, and they they in the, in the last five weeks they narrowly lost to Dallas, a, tw- a team that won twelve games, and, and they and they led uh, and they were leading Dallas in the fourth quarter of that game in week fourteen. The following week, they took the eventual Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs to overtime, and in two of the last three weeks, they beat division rivals in Tennessee and Indianapolis on the road uh, to, to get to get the three wins uh, and, and and allow the Bears to uh, to to go in and, and be the number one pick, uh, Lovey Smith's old team. So my proposal for for for, for an NFL draft lottery. So the eight, the eighteen teams that missed the playoffs in the, in the NFL should be entered into the lottery for uh, for the first round pick order, and 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 you pick five balls for the top five draft picks in, in uh for, for for that team for the for uh, for that order because it, it, I mean it, it, that that's what I would have done as a commissioner after seeing. I've seen the tanking the last uh, the last couple of years, and 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 you you should uh, punish teams uh, that that losing uh, that are trying to lose by by not guaranteeing them 
that that they'll they'll get to pick their uh, pick uh, first overall and, and have and have leverage in in a lot of situations. So I I, I think the the best I think uh, in in a league where where teams have to be built through the draft and and, and teams have to be good uh, have to be strong at evaluating young talent and and developing young talent and 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 and. And, and 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 for them to buy into a homegrown culture, I I I think it, 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 I I think you you need to reward the teams that uh, that 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 do that and, and give them a chance to, uh, to to move up in the draft process if 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 that if that's need be. So, so so then so then this way the Bears even even though they they don't need a quarterback because they have it with Justin Fields and Justin Fields I think is a is a gem in Chicago, and and I and I and I haven't mentioned him yet and 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 the season that he had a thousand yard a thousand yard rusher, um as as a quarterback which which is uh, which is unbelievable for him. So, but but in retrospect, you have teams that need quarterbacks, and 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 the team that had the best quarterback in the in the division kind of won the division. You have Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, Josh Allen in Buffalo, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, Pat Mahomes in Kansas City, obviously Jalen Hurts. Kirk uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, you you can argue um, uh, Vikings were the better team, but but I digress. Tom Brady in the South, and, and then and then the Forty Nineers combined quarterback play in the West, and and so the, those were the teams that won the divisions, and they were the teams that uh, that that hosted playoff games this year. So you can take that for what it's worth. So, so, so you need need to see a a a, a team that, that that's trying to win, and 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 I think win is the name of the game, as Jimmy John, uh, Jim, uh, Jerry Jones once said back in back in nineteen eighty nine, and and with with all with all those things uh, enfolded, you have, uh, you know, you you have a, a truly more uh a competitive uh competitive league by. Some, uh, by, by rewarding teams uh, uh, for 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 making an effort to uh, to win football games and and make make their cities and their states and their communities proud for doing so, and and, and it's been a wonderful year for for me covering the NFL for uh, for, for the extra podcast a week for uh, for hooked on sports, and 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 so with that, I kind of need a break for a week, so we will be off. Next week, uh, so so no new podcast episodes coming out next week. So we're gonna be back um, uh, the week of February twenty seventh, and we're gonna go to one uh, to uh, one regularly scheduled episode per per week, and 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 so uh, you you look at what the NFL is is becoming and what the NFL is trying to become, and, and it's becoming a league where where where, where anything is possible. And, and and you have uh, the the NFL in a, a prime position to, uh, to 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 do some uh, tremendous things in twenty twenty three. That'll do for this edition of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn, and I'll be back here on the podcast in two weeks. So have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and stay safe.